I just speak to each and every one here, Lord, and meet each and everyone's individual needs. Um, pray that you would just open doors and show them um, this new chapter, or the same chapter of Jonah, not a new chapter, <laughs> um, same chapter of Jonah, chapter one, um, and you just show, um, reveal more things that you they've never seen before, and uh, yeah, you just speak through me if there's anything that I've written down that's not of you and from you, help me to just skip through that, Lord, and just yeah, help me to speak only your truth, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Awesome, so we'll just start getting straight into the Word of God this morning. Uh, so we're going to pick up on chapter, Jonah chapter 1, verse 1 to 17. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the appointed fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own God, and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone down below deck, where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. The captain went to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. So they asked him, Tell us, who is responsible for making all this trouble for us? What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? And from what people are you? He answered, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them, and they asked, What have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. The sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked him, what should, we do to, what should we do to you to make the sea calm down for us? Pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied, and it will become calm. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Instead, the men did their best to row back to land, but they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. Then they cried out to the Lord, Please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man. For you, Lord, have done as you pleased. Then they took Jonah and threw him overboard, and the raging sea grew calm. At this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows to him. Now the Lord provided, some versions say prepared, a huge fish to swallow Jonah. So today, learning from Jonah, I'm going to just touch on, there's quite a lot in that chapter, um, but I'm going to just summarize it into three main points and three of the most, um, yeah, what I thought that God was wanting to speak to us this morning. Um, so firstly, sometimes when we disobey God like Jonah and follow our own direction, it can cost us something. As we see in the verse, uh, verse three, he went down to Joppa. How often do we go down once we don't follow God's instruction and leading and his will? where he found a ship bound for the port, 
after paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord after paying the fare. Uh, so it always costs us something, whether it be money or time, relationships, and sometimes even our faith. It always costs us something when we are um, disobeying God and following our own will and our disobedience. So we always have to sacrifice something. So the, f- so the first point I'm going to make is following our own directions can cost us something. What, what has God asked uh, some of us today to do a while ago, uh, which we haven't? We might have been disobedient through ig- ignorance, fear, ag- arrogance, or a proud heart. Um, we should never get what God has called us to do because he will never forget what he has called us to do. Uh, he will go to extreme lengths and he will not forget um, what he has called us to do. And his love for us um, is so great and he will go to awesome lengths to try to get us back on track in the right direction and to be walking back into his will. Even if you're headed in the completely opposite direction like Jonah, so he was heading to Tarshish, uh, which was the complete opposite direction to where God had called him to go to the city of Nineveh. Yeah. Uh, this, and um, fleeing God's presence. Uh, so you can't flee from God's presence. We see uh, in that last verse there, um, it said, he went aboard and sailed to Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Some versions say to flee from the presence of the Lord. And Tarshish was the most remote um, place at that time uh, for trading ships. Um, yeah, so it was in the Phoenician trading um, places, then known. It was really isolate, desolate. There weren't many people there. And he thought, um, you know, maybe if I can get down there to this remote place that I'll escape God, flee from God, and escape from his presence. Uh, but what he didn't know was God's presence goes with us wherever we go. <laughs> and uh, you can't flee from God's presence. God loved Jonah so much that he got closer even while Jonah was trying to run in and escape his presence. He expects us to finish what we started. We cannot run away from God's grace and mercy. He loves us so much. Everything we have and everything we are is from and of God. Uh, We've got nothing to be proud or boastful of or um, like Jonah, he didn't want to share the grace or extend that grace to the Ninevites. We can have feelings like Jonah. It was a bit of, sometimes a little bit dramatic, (laughs) Um, but he had feelings like we all do. And sometimes our feelings shouldn't be the only thing that are guiding our decisions and our choices. So our, um, our feelings should be more like indicators and not dictators. Uh, so we just, yeah, the feelings should just guide us a little bit, but they shouldn't be our final uh, decision based on that. Otherwise, um, it's just going to, if we don't surrender that over to God, it's going to come back to hurt us and others as well. Uh, just like it hurt the sailors on the boat as well. What Jonah realized that nothing he could do would change how much God loved him and his grace towards him. And he couldn't escape from that. When we disobey God, we might be going through some heartaches and some pains and some struggles and difficulty. But God is always going to be there with us. And even though we've made the wrong decision, he's always going to try to lead us and guide us to doing the right thing and getting back on the right track and to do the will of God. Another verse we see there um, towards the end, uh, verse 16 in chapter 1. At this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows to him. Now the Lord prepared or provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. 
this is really awesome verse here because the thing that you would probably be most afraid of was the thing that God actually prepared and provided for Jonah uh, to protect him and to teach him something. The thing you're complaining about might be the very thing to change you and get you in a place where you can um, deal with some underlying issues um, or feelings and um, change your thought patterns and the way you're thinking and bringing you into a different environment to what you're used to. It might be a little bit lonely in the belly of a whale and it might be isolated and scary and it might be longer um, than the way they try to get to shore. Um, but God had prepared this way for three days and three nights uh, for Jonah to sit long enough um, in his feelings and to understand what he did and why did he do it. Our God is a gracious God, and he understands our feelings and our fears and weaknesses and our limitations, but he also knows our potential. Yeah? Uncomfortable situations and events will expose our limitations and weaknesses, often ones that we're not even aware of um, until we go into that particular season. And God saw this as an opportunity to address Jonah's feelings. One man that God had enough time in to invest in um, had, had the potential to change the entire city of Nineveh, um, as he does later in the, in the book of Jonah, uh, when he goes and he obeys God and goes and preaches to them. Uh, the whole city repents, and it was quite a big city in those times, the city of Nineveh. Um, and I think God didn't give up on Jonah because he knew the end results. He knew his potential, and he knew that he could learn something and go back and do what God has called just for him to do. He could have easily got someone else to go in Jonah's place and um, go and spread the word to the Ninevites, but he really wanted to teach Jonah something as well and really thought that he was calling Jonah as the right man for this job. And uh, God knew his hurts and feelings towards the Ninevites. Uh, Jonah was really upset um, with the people of the with the people with the city of Nineveh, as those people were part of this sort of like the Assyrians in these times, and they had oppressed his people. They had oppressed the Jews, and there had been a lot of conflict and and battles. And he was hurt. His feelings were hurt. He was hurt the way they had treated his people and treated him. And he was yeah, he was still dealing with a lot of things um, going through there. Jonah needed God's grace as he chose to disobey the voice of God. And we need to make sure we are walking in God's grace as he chose to disobey, as he told us to do. Jonah's own pride cost him a lot of time, heartache, struggles, and he realized that in the end, God won't forget what he has called you to do. God will prepare an exit strategy just for you like he prepared the whale. It might be different, a different environment, different situation, it might be uncomfortable, and it's not easy dealing with our feelings and getting past old hurts and um, troubles, um, but we can know uh, that God understands us and that we have a chance to do it again. God, by His grace, has given us another chance. So you need to sit long enough with these feelings and these heartaches so that you don't have to come back to this again. Sit long enough in the whale like Jonah for three days and three nights or however long is necessary. So every time you think about going back to the pain um, of the whale, the pain of the whale overrides um, 
the temptation to go backwards again. Um, so we see here in the verse as well, um, instead the men did their best to row back to the land. So they were trying to row back uh, Jonah back to the land where he had come from. And that would have been um, obviously the most um, sensible decision to make, uh, start rowing to the shore. It's the quickest route, um, get him back to the shore. And um, yeah, hopefully the storm would stop then, the sailors thought. Um, but they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. So Jonah was thinking, um, and the sailors were thinking, this was the mode of transportation. Like they would take him, and they would row him to the shore, and that would be it. But God had another plan, and it was, he had another mode of transportation. So it wasn't the boat that he wanted to take him along, but he had prepared the fish as another method of transportation. And it might be longer, and it might be harder, but he needed to address and, and learn certain things uh, before he could walk into the next season. And sometimes we have to go through those seasons, and sometimes it's not easy, and sometimes it's taking longer than we thought it would take, and we should be there already. Um, and we're thinking, you know, this, this fish is going to, you know, if you get swallowed by a whale, you don't really think that this is from God. Uh, but God had prepared and provided that fish for him, and had provided that exit strategy and had a plan. Um, so, yeah, the consequences, um, the consequences of our actions, uh, are the, actions the consequences of our actions have consequences, uh, but, um, um, but yeah, we can learn from them, and um, yeah, God is there with us as well. God will sometimes deal harshly with us when we're not walking in His calling and obeying Him, but His great love and grace will not change towards us, and His presence will go wherever we go. His unending grace and love will develop our, your character and he will prepare ways for protection and blessing to give you another chance at something you have failed at. Could the setup, setback be a setup for a comeback? Maybe for some of us, we need to truly realize how great and deep God's grace is towards us. And realize the fullness and sovereignty of God's grace and be willing to extend that same grace and love to others. Jonah didn't think that the Ninevites deserved God's grace. He thought they were too far gone and that there was no ways that, he could, that they could ever uh, repent and get back to God. And he actually knew that um, God is a gracious and forgiving God and was worried that, the, that God would have mercy on them and save this nation. He didn't want this nation served, uh, saved. And sometimes um, yeah, our feelings can be blind us and um, with hurt and bitterness, we can actually... Um, be graceless towards others. Um, so we need to be mindful of that because Jonah had just been through a really hard time. Like he had gone, um, been in a huge storm, uh, been in a whale three days and three nights, and then the fish spat him back out on the shore. Um, and then he eventually went and preached to the Ninevites. But what he didn't realize is that God had mercy on him as well, the same mercy and grace that he had on the Ninevites, maybe even more. <laughs> He had disobeyed him and gone completely um, against the will of God, whereas the Ninevites were ignorant and didn't realize what they were doing. It says later in the same chapter that they didn't know their right hand from their left hand. Uh, so they were a really confused nation, and it was the way they were brought up. And sometimes we don't really understand um, where others might be at their walk, and everyone has different seasons and stuff. And that's where God was trying to get Jonah to trust and lean on him. Uh, because God knows everything and sees everything, and um, he was being blinded by his hurt and his, his anger and his feelings. 
Yeah, so we'll just talk about his grace. Uh, so I'll just come here. Cool. So I'll just read a few verses from chapter 3, uh, verse 4 to 5, if you've got your Bibles or your app. Uh, so Jonah began, uh, this is when he went back to the land and he's going to go preach to the Ninevites now. Uh, Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. This is a really interesting verse. It says the Ninevites believed God. Like, it was really simple. <laughs> and if you see the contrast with Jonah when, when um, he told Jonah to go do something, he, he disobeyed. Uh, but the Ninevites, right away, he repented and came back to God. And they did a fast, and from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth, so every single one of them. We also see in Jonah 4, verse 1 to 3. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. This is very interesting, this verse. <laughs> so he went to go preach to the people of Nineveh, um, but he went to preach to them, but he didn't actually want them saved. <laughs> so he was, um, he was like almost like praying for them to be blessed, but he didn't want them blessed. Um, his, his feelings were getting in the way again, and although he was obeying God, um, he was still um, bitter towards them, and he hadn't really dealt with that um, completely. And then we won't get into that, but God sends him into the, um, he goes a little bit later on and gets another bit of another lesson from God as well. Um, but yeah, we're going to speak about uh, God's grace now. The Ninevites didn't deserve God's grace, and he knew that God was a gracious God. So he feared that God would have mercy and grace on them. But God wanted to see that he was also in need of God's grace and even more when he ran away and tried to escape from God's presence. He wanted Jonah to see that the exact same grace and love that he didn't deserve, he wanted to extend as well to the Ninevites. God will sometimes ask you to do something he already knows you will say no to. I believe that God knew that, Nineveh, uh, that Jonah was going to say no um, as he had a proud heart uh, towards the city of Nineveh. And um, God had asked him to do it as he needed to address some underlying issues uh, before he could walk into his next season. And I believe he wasn't prepared yet. And it's better to address them um, now when God's calling you to address them uh, so that they don't linger there. Um, certain with um, feelings and anger turning to bitterness, it can get worse over time as well. Um, so sometimes we need to deal with the underlying issue now so that it doesn't come back to hurt us and others even more in the future. And what past hurts are affecting our relationships and hindering us from maybe catching up with old friends or old family members or just other people we might know who we don't believe might deserve um, His grace or might not deserve us showing Him the grace of God in our lives. But I believe we should um, yeah, go to Nineveh like Jonah and go preach it, hopefully with a slightly different heart as well. <laughs> yeah. So knowing and doing the will of God for your life will set you free. 
Jonah felt wronged by God who saved a city, but he had just been saved out of the belly of a whale. When we look at our story comprehensively, he has given us more, he has given us less good or bad than we deserved. He has often given us more good than we've deserved and less bad than we've deserved for most of us. And when you're hurting and bitter, you become graceless, as I said. Bitterness comes from anger when we are hurting and we haven't dealt with it. God is sovereign and supreme, and sometimes he needs to put us in a certain situation or environment to address and realize what we need to grow and work on, so that we have even things that we haven't even been aware of ourselves. Like Jonah was ignorant to the effect that he was having on the Ninevites around him. It says... Um, then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose. So this is verse, sorry, chapter 1, verse 4 and 5 and 6. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own God, and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. So in those days, their cargo was the most valuable things. They would transport the cargo from one city to another. So it was all of their valuables, um, their most precious things that they were throwing overboard uh, to try to stop their boat from sinking. Um, and we see, but Jonah had gone down below deck where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. So while this was all going on, you can imagine all the sailors running upstairs, going crazy, trying to patch up the holes of the boats and um, throwing all their valuables and goods over. And there's Jonah, who's causing all the messes down there asleep, fast asleep, totally aware of um, all the consequences that his choices and actions had on the other people on the ship and all the people around him. And on just a side note, if you're starting to throw you know, your values off and your good values to keep someone on or keep something on, um, you're throwing the wrong thing off. <laughs> so you've got to be really careful uh, what you're throwing off to stop your ship from sinking because the things you might be throwing off might not be the right things that you're throwing off. They might be the, the things that you actually really need and can make your situation you know, the same or even worse sometimes. Sometimes it takes a season to deal with your feelings which are hurting your mission. Be ready and relentless. What are your giants stopping you from your destiny and you need to fight so you don't miss it? Missing it is not God's plan for your life. Often we say, oh, um, you know, if God wanted it to happen, it would happen. Or he's leading me this way and it's not for me to go and preach to the um, city of Nineveh. He'll get someone else. Um, no, I don't believe that's true. I think this is our mission. It's something we need to address and work on and fight for our life and future. And we want to walk through every door and opportunity that God uh, pre presents to us. Um, you know, I certainly don't, I'm sure for you guys as well, don't want to miss out on anything God has for you. Even if it can be difficult, sometimes it's often necessary. And we need to uh, yeah, step into every door and opportunity and mission that God has ordained for you. We need to show we, make sure we're stepping into His calling um, and being who He wants us to be and doing what He wants us to do. And we mustn't let our blindness stop us from entering into what God has prepared for you. So this book of Jonah shows us sometimes we need to address underlying issues that we may not be aware of and are hindering us from sharing and extending the grace of God to others? What is stopping us from sharing the, God, the grace of God with others? Uh, and it'll be different from each um, individual person, uh, but just take a second there and reflect on what you might think is 
uh, stopping you from sharing the grace or extending the grace. It might be emotions, feelings, ignorance, um, proud hearts or fear or anxiety or anything that might be stopping you from extending grace and showing people God in your lives. We need grace to fight, grace to uncover and become aware of uh, the deceptions of the enemy, uh, grace to face what we need to face, see what we need to face, and hear what we need to hear, and fix what we need to fix. Because um, Jonah here back in the, on the ship, when he was fast asleep and everyone else was um, doing all the hard work for him, uh, he, was, he was in his own mind, he was in his own head, he was thinking obviously about the Ninevites and what they had done, and how this is unfair, and I, get it, I bet he was angry and annoyed um, with God. And sometimes when we're not in the moment, and we're, um, we, our, impair, our, our discernment becomes impaired when we're stuck in our own feelings and our thoughts and in our own head. Uh, we can be blind to the things around us, so it's more difficult to hear and see uh, what's going on around us. And he was totally unaware of everything that was going around We need to pray against the deceptions of the enemy and laziness and inside inwards into ways we have never seen before. We pray for strategies to defeat these giants stopping us from our mission and stopping us from extending the grace of God to others. Let nothing hinder us from doing the good works that God has prepared for us. Let's get back up, go again to our personal Ninevites and do it again, this time properly and hopefully without the whale. Uh, if we can avoid it. And I believe sometimes we can repeatedly get the whale as well. We can have times when we have to redo a certain trial or test. And I believe, and then sometimes we blame God as well, like, oh, not this again, or why hard times again? But sometimes we just aren't learning the lesson. <laughs> so it's like if you had a teacher at school and she gives you a test and you fail the test, you're going to have to do a retest. <laughs> uh, so often sometimes you can be doing the test over and over again, um, but you're not learning the right thing. You're not getting past what God's trying to teach you. You're not addressing those underlying feelings and hurts and um, yeah, what God is trying to prepare you for your next season. So you're not ready yet. Like you can't go to university until you finish school and you can't go into the next season until you've passed this test and got through this. And I think that's so cool how, um, you know, he loves us so much and sometimes it's so hard, but we just got to trust him because uh, he knows what's best for us and he's always got a plan um, to get us through into better days as well. And um, yeah, I think Jonah learned his lesson in the end and um, yeah, God's a really gracious and merciful God and He has awesome plans for us and He wants to extend that same grace and mercy to you today and to others as well. And each individual person, like Jonah was so special in God's sight. Like He did all this for one, one man and one person. Um, he has a plan for him and I believe He has a plan for each and every one of us as well. Um, the same way that He loves Jonah and even prepared a fish for him, uh, which is pretty awesome. Like, <laughs> If God prepared a fish for me, I'd be pretty stoked. But, um, so yeah, I think he just really um, loves us and he just wants to meet with you today. Uh, he wants you just to ask for his forgiveness and his grace. And it's, it's a free gift as well um, as you accept it. It's nothing we can do to receive it. It's everything from and of God. And that's the reason why we should extend it to others as well. Uh, because it's nothing of ourselves and nothing to boast or be proud of about. Everyone has had mistakes and trials and done something wrong and we've all sinned and need forgiveness and so there's no ways um, there's no excuse not to share that same grace and love to the others around us and make a huge impact in the lives of the people around us and in the community 
And I just want to inspire us today just to um, reflect on that this week and uh, see maybe what's hindering us from uh, doing what God has called us to do. And everyone's got a different call and plan for their life. But yeah, God, will, I believe God will speak to you and meet you with your um, wants and needs. And yeah, he, will, he will reveal uh, what He has called you to do. And yeah, He will get you prepared for the next season um, if you're not ready for it. And um, at the perfect time and place, God is going to put you in that particular place the right time and the perfect timing and you'll be ready to step into the next season more prepared it'll probably be easier more joyful more peaceful and um yeah that's the way you'll know that's it's time and god's god's really got his hands all over it and yeah that's all i wanted to share this morning i'll just end up with a bit of a prayer there lord jesus uh, we thank you so much for your grace and your mercy and your word this morning from jonah I pray, Lord God, that you help us to read on this chapter this week and reflect on what I've said, and hopefully it makes a little bit of sense um, unpacking that scripture. Um, and Lord, we just pray, Lord, that you help us to, you know, see inward, inwards and insight into ways that we're not aware of and in supernatural ways that will just bring up feelings and uh, issues that we need to deal with and that it should have been dealt a long time ago, but... Uh, by God's grace, He has given us another chance. He's given us another chance to take the test. He's given us a reset, and let's do it properly this time and learn what we need to learn and go walk into our calling and our next season. Uh, we thank you so much for how much you love us, God, and thank you for your free gift of grace, and uh, we thank you for everything, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.